I'm Toby Leary from Cape Gunworks. I'm passionate about all things Second Amendment. While I love to shoot... Going hot. There is so much more to guns than just pulling the trigger. A free and armed society is a responsible and self-reliant one. Join us to talk all things guns, freedom, and self-defense. It isn't just about being armed. It's about being responsibly armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. Hey everybody, good evening. Thank you for joining us on Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary, co-owner of Cape Gunworks and Hyannis, and we're really glad you're here. So you can tune in to us every week on WXTK 95.1 or go to our website and click on Rapid Fire and you can be a part of the discussion when we record the show. And soon we're going to have an announcement on couple of other radio stations that we're going to be on so that's pretty exciting so um but for now you can pick us up there or on any of the social media channels that we're on and we appreciate you guys tuning in if you want to be a part of the discussion you can follow along as we record the show on the social media pages and you can ask questions and we'll get to them as we often do uh, but there's been a lot going on in the last couple of weeks as far as gun world is concerned. Uh, we have everything from mass shootings to proposed legislation to chatter about executive orders to court rulings and lots of other stuff. So um, we're, there's no shortage of topics to discuss today. We can take it a million different directions, not to mention the fact that we're long overdue for a new updated uh, list here for Massachusetts on the approved weapons roster. So we would love to see that new list come out soon. And I get people call and ask almost every day for guns that aren't on the list and whatnot. So um, we hate to say, I don't really know, but we don't really know. So I got back from Florida uh, end of last week and I was down there for a little R&R and also some business. I was at a training uh, conference for ICE training. It's one of the, um, I'm one of the instructors for ICE training. I obviously we do our, a lot of instruction here at Cape Gunworks and we teach one of their programs called intuitive defensive shooting. And it used to be called combat focused shooting, but now it's intuitive defensive shooting which is a more logical name for the program. And so we were kind of going through the evolution of that curriculum and also some of the direction it's heading, uh, which is pretty exciting. Also some of the nuance of, you know, how to instruct on it and where some of the crossover and overlap is to other uh, type of classes like combat or intuitive defensive carbine, uh, also some uh, home defense and concealed carry classes where advanced pistol handling kind of flows out of it and unorthodox shooting positions, that type of thing. So we had a nice little uh, interaction with fellow instructors who are like-minded and it was a really good time. I also took a class uh, or a block of instruction on red dot sites, which are definitely still a thing and it's probably 
one of those things that is here to stay. I know we've had dabblings with red dot or optical sights for pistols or defensive pistols in a while. And uh, the, um, you know, as stuff comes out and becomes popular and becomes kind of, uh, you know, finally adopted, I'm sure this whole thing or evolution of defensive pistol came out when like Glock was introduced as a striker fire pistol. Um, and then New York uh, Police Department came out with it as their duty weapon. It was a big change and there was a lot of adaptation of tactics and whatnot. Well, we're in that same type of spot with, uh, you know, uh, red dot sights. And we ha went through it as well with weapon mounted lasers and weapon mounted lights and whatnot. So it was great to get a good block of instruction on, uh, you know, presenting uh, with a red dot sight and trying to pick up that red dot on the way out instead of trying to acquire it at full extension and trying to do the head bob and see it. But honestly, it doesn't change much for defensive firearms training where the biggest benefit to red dot sight is, is with distance and precision, which is something I've said for a while. Um, if you have to make a really precise shot or you're very far, we actually shot them out to 50 yards and I won a uh, special prize out of all the instructors. I was the only one, this is a little bragging rights here, I got to brag. Um, I was the only one to hit a 10 by 10 target at 50 yards, one-handed, weak-handed. So I was shooting with my left hand, one-handed, 50 yards with the red dot sight and I was able to get it on target and out of the other eight people doing it no one else hit the mark so I won the special prize ding 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 yay it was pretty good so uh <laughs> it was pretty funny but um I'm left eye dominant so I think I had a little bit of an advantage uh so anyway that's neither here nor there that was more of the fun that wasn't like a official block of instruction that we're gonna now start teaching in our classes one-handed weak-handed red dot 50-yard shots, ready, set, go. No, it wasn't about that. It was more fun with the gun stuff. So that was cool. So I'm back, refreshed and renewed and ready to rock and roll. And uh, yeah, we're having a good time. So I'm going to get to some of your questions before the first break here. And uh, Matt was wondering, what's the deal with our couples night? And I answered it already for those who were in early on the chat. But uh, couples night is, or also known as date night at Cape Gunworks, is every Friday night. Um, and it is $65 per couple. And you come in like you're going out to eat. You, you can just walk in the door and we provide everything. We provide the gun, the eye and ear protection, a box of ammo, targets, and a really good time. So you get to shoot with your significant other and uh, then go out on the... Uh, town and do what you were going to do anyway so 65 bucks we provide everything you need walk in walk out and go about your time and business and have a good have a great time and make some memories so there you have that um hey tom he's saying hello to toby and roy and the whole gang and uh pat's wondering what my thoughts are on the 3d printed parts in the home mill the ghost gunner 3 and whatnot and it's definitely a cool uh hobby thing to to jump on I, I when I was down in St. Augustine uh, Rob Pincus was printing guns non-stop while we were there and we were trying them out I got to shoot a few that he had printed and one broke in his hand the first time he printed it he realized that wasn't a good material to use 
And uh, it's an interesting concept if you think about it, that whole open source, uh, you know, plans that are out there on the web. And if you get a three or $400 printer, you can go ahead and print out a, a frame and you can buy the parts to drop in it. And, you know, it's kind of on the same concept and idea as the uh, Polymer 80, except you're printing the entire gun. And it's pretty funny because this had some serious like implications early on like oh my gosh 3d printed guns people are going to print a gun and it's going to be a gun and it's 3d printed there's it's a ghost gun and not to mention it's going to be able to get through metal detectors and airports and they're going to be in schools and stadiums and it's going to be mass shootings all over the place well no that's not true um, in case you haven't noticed ammunition's made of metal so unless they're going to have their 3d printed gun without any ammo and no metal parts in it, which there was a couple of them, like the Liberator version, which had very little metal. But as soon as you put a bullet in it, it'd be able to be detected in a metal detector. So there's really no such thing as a ghost gun that couldn't be detected by metal detectors. And the newer stuff that people are printing is more just the frame or the polymer grip. And uh, yeah, so there's plenty of metal parts in the in the grip. But so it's not quote-unquote undetectable or untraceable and all that but it's a cool concept hobby-ish type of thing it's definitely not a gun I would want to defend my life with but it's a pretty neato little hobby thing that would be fun to do if you're into that sort of stuff and the Ghost Gunner 3 is a good piece of kit that'll help you do that so we'll be back right after this break you're listening to Rapid Fire I'm Toby Leary this is the first focal plane Diamondback Tactical. At the intersection of precision and value, the Diamondback Tactical first focal plane rifle scopes deliver an impressive array of features and performance. The XD optical system and fully multi-coated lenses transmit a crisp, bright sight picture. The first focal plane glass etched reticle keeps subtensions accurate throughout the 4X zoom range. Exposed tactical turrets and a side parallax knob give shooters the tools needed for long distance precision shooting. The single-piece 30mm tube is ruggedly built to withstand recoil and impacts. Strong O-ring seals and nitrogen purging guarantee waterproof and fog-proof performance. Purpose-built to extend your effective range and stretch your dollar, the Diamondback Tactical comes equipped with the features you need at an unbelievable price. And it's covered for life by the Vortex VIP warranty. back this is rapid fire i'm your host toby leary from cape gunworks and if you haven't been in the shop in a while it's a good time to come down and check it up check out what we got we are fully stocked with inventory and uh we're even got some ammo which is pretty rare these days and so i'm pretty happy with the current state of inventory at cape gunworks right now and if you're looking for something give us a call or come on down um if you're New to the show, um, I would urge you to go to capegunworks.com and click on Rapid Fire and get signed up and you'll be alerted anytime we're going to record. And if you do that today, we have special giveaway going on. So click on that. We have four items we're giving away. So go ahead and get signed up for that and we'll give you a call or shoot you an email if you're one of the lucky ones to win. Um, so click on Rapid Fire and get all signed up. Um, 
Awesome. Let's get back to a couple of your questions. And along the line of what we were talking about before the break uh, with ghost guns and 3D printed guns and whatnot, uh, Bob has a good point here, uh, one of the guys on Facebook, and he says, originally they tried to claim Glocks were a plastic ghost gun. And so, you know, it just goes to show that the people who write laws oftentimes don't have any clue what the heck they're talking about. So um, that's, you know, it's I believe it's an exercise of freedom to be able to manufacture and print our own guns and with open source. And it doesn't make them evil. It doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make you bad or evil because you want to print or, you know, design or make or draw or or you know print out your own gun uh, you can certainly do some pretty cool things and make it your own uh, but yeah it doesn't make them any more dangerous or any more lethal or any more uh, it's not like there's somebody scrolling the database in Massachusetts guns usually guns are found after or during crimes and it's a reactionary thing rather than a preventative thing so the only way um, having a gun that is a, you know, making ghost guns illegal makes us safer as a society is if you have have to ask permission in the first place from government in order to have a gun and it's registered and then it's you're required to keep it a certain way or have it a certain way. And this doesn't even make us uh, more safe because we all know criminals don't follow laws under the definition of why they're a criminal is because they don't follow law anyway. So the only thing it does is restrict freedom and restrict law-abiding gun owners, which is why, by the way, the Constitution says, shall not be infringed. I think our founding fathers were very smart people and could see where this would head if they start down the slippery slope of infringing upon our rights, which they have done uh, and for the last hundred years have done it without limit in a lot of cases and with great desire to see all guns go away and everywhere in between. So hopefully uh, we can continue to see the, the freedom meter move in the direction of freedom. Um, and that's still happening in a lot of parts of the country. Tennessee became another constitutional carry state. I don't know if you noticed that in the news, which is pretty cool. Um, that is still a trend amongst a lot of gun-friendly states. So we're seeing more and more states go the way of constitutional carry where they recognize the inherent right of to keep and bear arms. So that's awesome. Rodrigo wants to know um, if I would recommend anyone who could help him with his ATF Form 1. He wants to do a short-barreled rifle. And uh, I would just say go online, Rodrigo, and... Uh, apply for an account with e-forms at the NFA branch of the ATF and um, you can go ahead and form one that yourself and um, it's not that big a deal. Um, you pay some money and if you do it online it comes through a lot quicker than if you do it over paper and mail. So that's what I would do. Um, Andy says he's also looking for a upland slash turkey shotgun for around 800 bucks or cheap, cheaper. And uh, I would suggest one of the best deals going is the Mossberg 535. And we have them in stock and they are a three barrel set. 
So you get a turkey barrel, you get a vent rib barrel, and you get a shotgun slug barrel, um, like a rifled slug barrel with a cantilever scope mount on it. So you really can do anything with the gun. You can waterfowl hunt, you can turkey hunt, you can hunt deer, and it is a phenomenal gun uh, for the money. I think it's less than 600 bucks. It's the 535. It's got a three and a half inch chamber, so you can put two and three quarter, three or three and a half inch shells in there. So I would highly recommend grabbing one of those while we got them. Uh, so go for it. All right, and uh, let's see. Um, any Polymer 80 upper trigger or triggers in stock ready to print my first frame? All right, Duncan's ready to go at it. Um, I don't have any uppers. I sold our last one yesterday. Uh, and the triggers, I think we're fresh out of. But we have lots on order with Polymer 80. And uh, I know I have some trigger kits, just like the uh, CMC or the Apex. But they are just the trigger and bar and locking block. So you could certainly get those but I think they're gen 4 or gen 5 only so you'll want to get the uh, um, you want to get the, uh, the gen 3 version if you're doing the polymer 80 um, and Pat F says uh, ghost gunner 3 can hypothetically do a 0% lower receiver right it could <laughs> hypothetically it could uh, machine it out of a, a solid block of whatever which is true and that's the whole exposes the whole um, problem with gun control in the first place is generally speaking people like freedom and freedom isn't always safe there's sometimes when freedom you know makes it a little bit more dangerous to live in a free society which I think we would all acknowledge you can certainly uh, drill down on that and I don't think our framers of the Constitution were unaware of this, and they weren't necessarily saying um, government's going to take care of you every step of the way and hold your hand and provide everything and protect you. They're basically going to uh, provide a, a mechanism which is going to help and um, and uh, and you know help you be a rugged individualist and provide for yourself and take care of your own security and you know that type of thing and that was the whole point of america it was a experiment of freedom where they were relying on the people to do their job and be a productive member of society so there you go um so anytime somebody tries to restrict freedom there's always a workaround and that frustrates gun control people very much oh you know you're you're just trying to get around the the law and it's like well the law is unconstitutional in the first place and you're trying to subvert my right as a american citizen or a resident alien and these rights are afforded to me under the constitution so you're the one subverting in the constitution last time i checked was the contract with americans so uh contract with us and the government is of the people for the people by the people not this ruling class that presides over us so until we get back to the true tenets of america and we continually ask government for what we can and can't do um like i just got a call from a town official saying 
I don't have a proper permit for one of my signs at one of my buildings. It's been there for 12 years and they just realized I don't have a proper permit. And I'm like, you know, where have we gone wrong as a society that, you know, we're down to the fine print of, you know, every aspect of our life is regulated in some way, shape or form with a permit for that, a regulation for this, uh, you know, we got to ask and we got to bow and we got to kiss the ring of this department or this board or this official and this, you know, process. And it's, it's kind of sad. I think the genie's out of the box and we got to try to stuff it back in a little bit. And unfortunately, until those of us who are frustrated with this type of thing start to get involved on our grassroots local level, it's never going to change. But uh, if we leave it at the hands of career politicians, it's going to be more of the same. You know, they just can't help themselves. So hopefully um, that's, you know, I digress here. I'll get off my soapbox for a minute, but get back to some of your questions. I don't even know how I got there. Oh, yeah, the whole polymer 80 thing. So um, and Dr. Jesus says, always love the 5.7. The ammo for it seems to be gone or not sold really anywhere. Uh, where could I find this ammo and maybe get a PS90 to go with it? Well, I can help you, Dr. Jesus or Dr. Jesus. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but um, you can get a PS90 from Cape Gunworks. We have one in stock right now, and they are very uh, hard to get in this day and age. I also have the 5.7 pistol from FN to go along with it, so you should get the set. It's like a matched pair, right? Um, but Ammo, on the other hand, is something that has been eluding us for a while, but I have noticed they're selling it online in some, uh, you know, maybe gun broker or something like that. But be prepared. Hold on to your heart because it's roughly between a buck and a half to two bucks a round because, you know, it's so scarce right now. So supply and demand um, drives the price up. So, yeah, it will come back. We will eventually get it back in stock, and it is a phenomenal gun. But at least get the guns while you have it. And uh, so there you go. Um, Marga saying, uh, it's probably a stupid question, but can I legally shoot a turkey in my own yard in a residential neighborhood? Uh, the answer to that is probably not. The only way you could is if you were 150 feet from the road and you were 500 feet from other occupied dwellings. Now, you can get permission from those occupied dwellings, written permission to hunt within 500 feet and if they give you that permission then you could you'll have to get a hunting license and make sure you're 150 feet from the road and then you could but it sounds like in a residential neighborhood it's probably highly unlikely that you could so yeah good luck with that <laughs> i understand they are everywhere though um so um we will be right back you're listening to rapid fire don't go away we'll see you on the other side is the Voltec VT-10i. It's your travel buddy, so it goes where you go. To your work, on the road, or at the range. It's the smart and rugged safe built to protect, no matter what you trust it with. 
we've made sure every inch of your safe is built to the highest possible standards. Security is at the forefront of our thoughts, so no unwanted guest. The VT-10i provides multiple quick and simple access points, including high-resolution biometrics, backlit numeric keys, keyed entry, and even your smartphone for remote access. The two-point anti-impact latches keep your safe strong, and Voltec lithium-ion battery charges in just 2.5 hours and lasts up to six months. So it won't let you down. There's a reason we're the number one rated biometric safe. Get yours at VoltecSafe.com and find us online at Facebook.com slash VoltecSafe. Polarized, rugged, and extremely clear, Loophole Performance Eyewear filters out harsh light while dramatically reducing glare. Whether you're hiking through the backcountry, dialing in at the range, or navigating the daily grind, Loophole's crystal clear lenses will keep your eyes protected and your vision fresh all day long. Learn more about Loophole Performance Eyewear at loophole.com. May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome to the Vortex. All right, welcome back. This is Toby Leary. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm your host. I'm co-owner of Cape Gunworks in Hyannis. You can go to capegunworks.com and see a whole bunch of cool stuff. You can click on Rapid Fire and get signed up for our chat. You can also be a show sponsor there. If you're a local business or a big business abroad, you can sponsor the show. And also, you can check out our course calendar. We have a ton of classes coming up in the next couple months. We have lots of women's classes coming up. We have lots of uh, uh, new classes coming up, which is really cool. We have Rob Pincus coming to town on his personal defense network training tour. So if you want to stop by and check out, uh, stop by the website and check out that class, you can go on the calendar and check it out. We have a home defense class and a concealed carry class being taught by uh, Rob Pincus. These are two brand new classes for Cape Gunworks. We've never taught these classes here the way they're being taught on this uh, this coming up this April. It's the 21st and 22nd and uh, it's going to be awesome. So you can go check it out and get signed up. These are eight hour classes. These are baptism by fire. So you'll want to check these out and uh, there's still some room available in both classes. And if you haven't taken a class with Rob, it's a incredible experience and he only comes around to cape gunworks once a year specifically to teach classes as part of the personal defense network training tour where one of the tour stops so we're really excited to have him again uh, this will be the third year straight or fourth year straight i apologize that he's come as part of the training tour he always comes to the area in september as well and we do a lot of classes up that sponsor goal 
and support goal in, in the Worcester area at uh, Worcester Pistol and Rifle Club in, where is that? That's in, uh, it's not in Worcester, but it's called Worcester Pistol and Rifle Club. Anyway, check out that calendar and uh, that'll be great. Get back to some of your questions here. Uh, Mike is wondering if I can compare pistol caliber carbines and mo modern sporting rifles and pros and cons of each. Well, <laughs> the funny thing is the pistol caliber carbine is something I would actually consider a modern sporting rifle. A modern sporting rifle is just that. It's a it's a modern weapon that is designed to, you know, have a detachable magazine and semi-automatic. So it doesn't matter what the caliber of it is. It can be a pistol caliber or a rifle caliber, but it would still both of them would fall into that category. And he's wondering which one is better for home defense. And that's kind of a subjective, opinionative question. I personally believe that if you're talking home defense or defense inside the home, obviously we use pistols for self-defense. So a pistol caliber carbine is just as good as a rifle because if you think about it, um, it's probably got better velocity coming out of a rifle and four points of contact is in my opinion better than two so with a rifle you get four points of contact with a pistol you only get two it does make it a little harder to walk through your house and do other things with your free hand if you're uh you know moving towards your barricade room so you can barricade yourself in and call 911 while you're waiting for the police to show up and you've armed yourself and defending the position you're in it makes it a little harder moving through the house with both hands on the gun unless you have a sling which we highly advocate a sling um, and then you could use your free hand with a flashlight or something like that or to open doors and whatnot um, so I really like either either one for home defense but a pistol caliber carbine won't be as loud so if you're shooting next to drywall which is certainly something that could happen if you're using a regular AR-15 that shoots 5.56 it would be a lot louder than a pistol caliber carbine so you might have less permanent hearing damage obviously if you're shooting inside your house in defense of your life or somebody else it is a life or death situation so your hearing is definitely secondary to going home that day or staying home <laughs> and being alive that day um, so I guess I wouldn't worry so much about the hearing, but it is something that I think about, and it's a great reason why suppressors should be a, a, should be legal in this state. We should become the 42nd or 43rd state. I forget exactly the count of how many states suppressor ownership is legal in, but last count it was 41, and uh, I think Vermont was the latest state to become legal to own and have suppressors, but that would be a perfect example just so that you're not going to cause permanent hearing damage should you ever need to shoot inside the house to defend yourself. And uh, he's asking, what are the my favorite top three to five of each and uh, what are available or unavailable in mass? So I would say the top five list of pistol caliber and rifles, you know, as a modern sporting rifle for defensive purposes are obviously an AR-15 um, and then secondary to that would be a sig mcx or a sig mpx which is the nine millimeter version uh, both of those are very very good uh, and we just had a bunch of sig mcx's come in the shop we were able to fulfill i think we were up to 19 or 20 back orders with those rifles so it really pays if you want a gun to 
special order it with us because we got 25 of them in and uh, we were able to fulfill all the back orders on that. So, um, yeah, it was pretty neat uh, to see that all, they all fulfilled at the same time. Uh, so another cool modern sporting rifle, the Ruger PC Carbine is awesome for the money. It's like a, you know, between six and eight hundred bucks, depending on the configuration you get. It's a takedown. It shoots nine millimeter or 40 SNW. And uh, depending on which caliber you get, it also takes Glock magazines. So Ruger was really smart. They supply them with the SR9 or SR40 mag. But they also give you a magwell that can be swapped out for Glock mags. So a lot of people are, uh, you know, kind of highly invested in Glock. And therefore, they you can get pre-banned Glock mags where you can't get a pre-banned SR9 or SR40 mag. So it's a good way to go. Um, and another good pistol caliber carbine or uh, home defense modern sporting carbine are those M10X rifles that we've been selling a lot of. They are on the AK platform. Uh, well, it's not an AK, but it's a uh, it's AK-ish. It takes AK mags, but it is not an AK, so we can sell it. We just got a bunch of those in, too, in the flat dark earth. Uh, so those are some great options there. Also, Caltech RDB, Caltech Sub 2K. Um, these are some good options, but... Um, so, yeah, I would call the store if you're looking for one of those guns I just mentioned. And uh, at the time of the airing of this, we may or may not have them in stock. But at the moment, I know we have MCXs and uh, we have the M&M M10Xs in stock. We might have one or two of the Set Me Ls in stock as well. But hopefully we'll be getting more of those as well. So uh, Tom is saying he has the Ruger nine millimeter carbine and it's fantastic and i agree um i like it do they make a 10 millimeter pistol caliber carbine that's legal in mass davy's wondering and uh yeah they do actually uh tnw arms makes the arrow rifle and it's a really cool gun and you can actually get it so that you can change calibers the upper receiver is actually the serialized part so the lowers which take the magwell have um a variety of different uh, calibers available and then you can swap the barrel the bolt and the lower to I believe 9 40 45 10 millimeter there's a whole bunch of different uh, different calibers available so those are pretty cool 10 millimeters and I know uh, if I'm not mistaken we sell a ton of the high point carbines now I feel very uh, I have a very low opinion of their pistols, but their carbines are actually pretty cool. And they're, I remember I was at a gun event in Texas a few years ago, and I shot a lot of guns. I shot bolt-action precision rifles. I shot a lot of modern sporting carbines. Uh, I shot some pistols. And I got to say, one of my favorite guns to shoot that day was a uh, Kelt. I mean, not the Keltec, was the High Point Carbine. And they had this, like, metal shooting gallery like a almost like you'd see at a fair where these ducks were like swimming by and you'd shoot them and they'd get knocked down and then they'd reset but i just had a ball shooting that thing and we have those in stock all the time in nine or 40 or 45 or 10 millimeter so yeah there's some good 10 millimeter carbines available and those things are rugged as anything so yeah um 
let's see. Someone's wondering if we have the Ruger Security 6 in stock. And we just sold it yesterday. I had one yesterday. And uh, I'm sorry, not the Security 6, the Ruger Security 9. And uh, it's a great price, Lawrence. It's like, I think they're like 379 brand new. And uh, I was pretty impressed with that gun. It's a full-size uh, gun. It is not a striker-fired gun, although it looks like one. It's got a polymer grip and a uh, slide with a shrouded hammer, so you don't see the hammer per se. Um, but it's a single-action gun with a safety, and it has a trigger safety on it. So it's a little bit longer than your typical trigger pull on a single-action uh, firearm. But, yeah, it's a great gun for the money. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of defensive guns with thumb safeties, but this is one that it's easy to click the safety off. It's not so easy to click it back on, but if you need your weak hand to do that, that's not a big deal. Just make sure you can defeat the safety with your strong hand before you put it into the you know kit as your primary self-defense weapon. So, All right, uh, let's see. Um, Spencer's saying, I'm planning on ordering a Cypher X, a third-party SCAR receiver for a pistol build. And since it isn't a firearm under mass law, uh, Cape Gunworks wouldn't do an FA-10 on it, correct? Correct. We don't do FA-10s on receivers. However, once you build it, you have seven days to do an FA-10 on your own. And also, um, I think that would violate the assault weapons ban at that point. Uh because AR or any type of pistol that is over 49 ounces and has a magazine in front of the pistol grip and has a shroud that protects your hand from being burned on the barrel, blah, blah, blah. There's a big bunch of stuff there written into the assault weapons ban. Kind of makes any type of... Uh, pistols illegal in mass that are modern sporting rifles made into a or built up from into a configuration that would be considered a pistol in other words a barrel less than 16 inches and maybe no stock or a or a brace on it so you're going to have to be careful on that one i would not recommend you building that into a pistol i recommend you building it into an sbr and spend the 200 bucks for the tax stamp and then you'll be safe uh in this state um, that's one of the bad things about uh, about uh, this state is the assault weapons ban as it relates to pistols. That's why the only way you can actually do a pistol is if it has a fixed magazine. So the AR pistol with a fixed mag, like we sell a lot of those lowers from Darkstorm with a pinned uh, mag in it or the uh, Santan ones that we offer. Uh, the Cape Gunworks ones we offer. There's also some other manufacturers making them. Franklin Armory makes them. And uh, so you get a fixed magazine lower, then you can build that into a AR pistol. But I don't know how you would be able to do that with a FN SCAR. I think you'd violate the assault weapons ban at that point. So, all right, we are up against it, and we will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary.
made in America since 1949. Family owned and operated. Legendary performance. This is Hornady. May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome to the Vortex. Snap safe. Featuring a pry-resistant 316-inch solid steel door, 2300-degree Fahrenheit one-hour fire shield protection, and a lifetime warranty. SnapSafe, a modular safe with welded safe security. All right, welcome back. I'm Toby Leary. You're listening to Rapid Fire. Make sure you visit our website, capegunworks.com, and click on Rapid Fire and get signed up so you can be a part of the discussion from week to week and be notified when we're going to record. So we want to hear your voice. And a couple of you have sounded off over the break. Um, Michael's saying, do we have any VZ58s in stock? Question mark. And unfortunately, we do not. I wish we did. But we have some pre-band mags for them in stock, so... If you need one, come and get it. <laughs> or get them while we got them, and then when the VZ58s come in stock, you can come and grab it. And Shooting Gallery New England is tuned in and listening. That must be while he works, because he's the hardest working gunsmith around. He's pinning and welding until his, his uh, heart's content out there. Hashtag, I love my job. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's our, uh, our resident gunsmith here at Cape Gunworks, and he's got a great channel. Go check him out, Shooting Gallery New England. And uh, he's got a good YouTube channel. And he's always doing podcasts and blog stuff and, you know, keeping relevant out there in firearms land. And he is reiterating that the high point is, in fact, made in 10 millimeter. And uh, Nancy has a great question. She says, are some ear protections better than others for people who are sensitive to the noise? And the answer is absolutely um, so what you want to look for is the decibel reduction rating or the NRR rating on the back of the packaging. The lower the number, the poorer the quality of the protection is. So I'd say the minimum for firearms would probably be a NRR rating or a decibel reduction rating of 21 or 22. I wouldn't go any lower than that. You could still get some ringing of the ears if if it's you know, any lower than that. Um, and even at 22, I probably wouldn't want to be indoors shooting AR-15s. It would probably be fine outdoors or shooting trap and ski or something like that. Um, but indoors, it'd probably be a little on the light side. You can always double up with earplugs and muffs, which will help a lot. You could also get a higher decibel reduction rating. Um, so the higher the number, the better it is. Believe it or not, a really good pair of earplugs is usually around the 30 mark. So the $2 or $1 foam earplugs is is actually one of the better protections you can get, um, but especially when you double them up. Um, but I would get like a really good pair is in the 24 to 28 
on on muffs. You also want to make sure your the temples of your shooting glasses aren't sticking out so far that you don't get a good seal around your ear with the ear foam, if you will. Peltor makes a good product with gel. They make a gel ear ring that goes around the muff and you can take off the standard foam ones and put the gelatin on there. And other good quality, higher priced uh, muffs come with this already on it. And that seals a little better around the temple of your glasses because if you have a good decibel reduction rating, then you put your put it on your glasses and it's holding a quarter inch away from your head, it's still not going to do much good. So anyway, uh, hope, hopefully that helps, Nancy. But that was a great question. I personally use, for most of my shooting, I use the Surefire EP7s. They're a plug so that I don't have that problem with the temples tucking in behind the ear uh, protection and holding away from my face a little bit. Um, sometimes just the regular roll up in a tube and then stick them in your ear foam plugs work really good but if they're not fitting well you're going to get um, some noise traveling around it. So uh, Dr. Jesus is wondering uh, he's just getting into exercising his second amendment rights and he's waiting on his license and with all the talk of another assault weapons ban the worst case scenario is if they pass it and ARs are banned, uh, what do I think will be taken? In, will it, do I think it'll be take effect immediately or have a date when it's put into place? And my answer to that is I honestly don't know. Uh, if they use executive order to do it, which is going to take time, um, that usually takes place right away and it will be treated as law until it's challenged. So I would get what you can while you can. If you're waiting for your license, um, you can always you know, buy a gun and just leave it here until your license comes in if you've already applied. If you haven't even started the process, you're going to probably wait a while. But so I wouldn't I wouldn't delay. And Bob's saying, I wish we could buy Ruger PC chargers in mass. And I agree. Um, either the PC chargers or the 1022 ones would be awesome. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about more of this on the other side. You're listening to Rapid Fire and uh Don't forget to enter the giveaway at capegunworks.com. Click on rapid fire and click on giveaway. We have those four packages we want to give to you. So we want to let you know that you got them. So check that out and we'll be right back. I'm Toby Leary. This is the first focal plane Diamondback Tactical. At the intersection of precision and value, the Diamondback Tactical First Focal Plane Rifle Scopes deliver an impressive array of features and performance. The XD optical system and fully multi-coated lenses transmit a crisp, bright sight picture. The First Focal Plane Glass Edge Reticle keeps subtensions accurate throughout the 4X zoom range. Exposed tactical turrets and a side parallax knob give shooters the tools needed for long-distance precision shooting. The single-piece 30mm tube is ruggedly built to withstand recoil and impacts. Strong O-ring seals and nitrogen purging guarantee waterproof and fog-proof performance. Purpose-built to extend your effective range and stretch your dollar, the Diamondback Tactical comes equipped with the features you need at an unbelievable price. And it's covered for life by the Vortex VIP warranty. Welcome back. I'm Toby, your host, Cape Gunworks, uh, and Rapid Fire. 
I'm owner of Cape Gunworks and your host of Rapid Fire. <laughs> Let's try that one again. Sometimes my mouth gets a little out in front of my brain. But anyway, um, we're glad you're here. Be sure to go check everything out on the website or come on in the shop. If you haven't been in in a while, you're going to see some stuff you've never seen and some stuff that you never thought you'd see again uh, because we've had a lot of good inventory come in, which is pretty cool. And I got to say, you guys are amazing because the month of March was the biggest month in the history of Cape Gunworks. So I thank you very much. And uh, it is, unfortunately, I understand some of it is panic buying and I hate that because I'm not, you know, I don't think anyone should have a gun to their head to buy something. I believe that they should be able to make a rational decision and research and do it when they want to do it, not because they have to do it, because they feel like they're never going to be able to buy it again. So I hate that. Um, so I do get that. And then the other side of the coin is um, it's been so hard to get product in that people, when they see it, they scoop it and they and they get it. And it's we have kind of an internal joke here of the people who like to, you know, they're not impulse buyers. They see something they like. They want to go home. They want to read about it on the internet. They want to research it. They want to think about it. Does it fit the budget? And they want to come back in a day or two, handle it and, and buy it again, and then maybe buy it or not. And so <laughs> they usually come in the next day or two days later and go, I was just in the other day looking at this gun and where is it? Oh, that dude, that thing is long gone. Like, are you serious? Like you waited? Like, are you crazy? Like, don't do that. Like, don't sleep on it. <laughs> are you serious? And I feel bad for those people because things are moving so quick that you really can't even, you know, sit there and think about something anymore. You, you're like, if you don't, like there's a guy waiting behind you for you to put it back in the case so he can buy it. I mean, that's the way it is. And um, so I get it. You know, things are hard to come by. And so I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. But anyway, uh Chaz is wondering what a good 22 optic is. And if you're just plinking at the range, um, I would get a uh, one of the Vortex Copperhead scopes. We have them in 3 to 9 and 4 to 12, and they're excellent scopes. Um, they are really high quality. They're actually not just for 22s, but they're a great price point scope. They're 149 bucks, And uh, if you wanted something a little higher quality, you're going to be doing like egg shoots or or, uh, you know, any of those type of 22, you know, steel shoots or something like that, then you could get a nice Leupold or even a, another Vortex, both of which are sponsors of the show now, by the way. And uh, I love Leupold because they're made in America. They're gold ring product made here in America and putting good American people to work and uh, have a fabulous, phenomenal product. And I obviously love Vortex products. Um, as well, they're excellent. Um, they're they're imported, but they are phenomenal. No BS, bulletproof warranty. And if it breaks, they're gonna replace it. Period. There's no questions asked. Um, and very few of their products break. Um, so there's they stand behind it, and it's excellent. But um, so we have some nice Leupold scopes as well, Chaz that would fit the bill if you're going to get into like some precision 22 shooting. So, um, with a real fine crosshair and whatnot. So check those out. Conan, I feel your pain, buddy. 
he says he's been out uh, without a gun for a, over a month now. And he feels like he's not part of the community anymore. And how good are his chances of getting his stuff back? So he's wondering about having his rights restored from an OUI. And uh, I hope that, you know, you got a good lawyer and things will go your way. And if they don't, uh, that you'll hire a good lawyer and go before the Firearms Licensing Review Board, the FLRB, and try to, uh, you know, advocate for a good reason to get your your, your guns back. So um, that would be where I would go, and I would certainly hope all the best for you in that regard. And Tom's saying he loves his brand-new Smith Model 60. He came in uh the other day and and picked up a new one and your timing was great because the next day we had a couple people coming in looking for 357 uh magnums and i said well sorry we're fresh out and uh they said well i was here the other day i said you shouldn't have slept on it but there you go um so we didn't even get into the politics and executive orders and all the laws and stuff and we we dabbled around it but there's so much going on right now, guys, with, uh, you know, gun control bills and uh, with laws being uh, presented and promised to be signed in if the Senate will, uh, you know, come out with their version of the bill. And so right now the battle is obviously in the Senate. Uh, hopefully this whole talk about the filibuster and all that, you know, will preserve our rights for a while. Um, but. Joe Biden right now is talking executive action and he's being urged by 64 legislators to use executive action. It was never intended to write law. And as we've already seen last week, we saw the a district court judge has struck down the bump stock ban thanks to the efforts of Gun Owners of America. And I know the Military Arms Channel was involved in that as well. And this is a major victory for the Second Amendment, and they've said basically that you can't classify a bump stock as a machine gun, period. It ain't a machine gun, so stop trying to classify it as one. And so this is what we need. We need more of courts to rule in favor of you know, bad legislation and bad executive orders and bad regulations that are being uh, made and hopefully we'll see the the meter continue to move or the pendulum continue to swing in the right direction of freedom and that's our hope and uh, right now it, if you look out there on the horizon it looks very dark and you know with executive action being uh, talked about every day and you know gun control being talked about every day and mass shootings happening and then celebrities jumping on the bandwagon and nonstop mainstream media you know, hammering the, the, the bell of gun control in order to make us safer, which, as we know, never translates into reality. And Joe Biden is lying about the assault weapons ban of 94 making us safer. No, it didn't. It didn't make us any safer. It just restricted freedom and law-abiding or responsible gun owners. So let's have that honest discussion. Be a good face of responsible gun ownership in America and in our communities in with our friends who might fear guns and that's the way we're going to win over hearts and minds and see the second amendment go on to live a better day and a brighter day for our kids and our grandkids so 
It's always a pleasure talking with you guys here on Rapid Fire. Join us next week, same bat time, same bat channel. And don't forget to sign up for our giveaway at capegunworks.com. I want to thank everyone who listened, and we'll see you next time listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary.